Yes, guys, welcome to today's presentation where we're going to be talking all about calories. Now, as you guys can tell, I put down a nice little pyramid and at the base of the pyramid are calories. Calories are absolute king. Whether you want to gain more weight, lose body weight, or simply maintain a healthy body weight, it all comes down to your caloric intake. If you're eating more calories than you burn on a day-to-day -day basis, you will gain weight. If you're eating less calories than you burn on a day-to-day -day basis, you will lose weight. And if you're eating the exact same amount of calories as you are burning, and you'll maintain your weight. Calories are king. I want you guys to write this down. And then above that, on the second tier of the pyramid, will be macros. So your macronutrients, your protein, carbs, and fats, your distribution of that. And then thirdly above that will be your micronutrients, so your vitamins and your minerals. The fourth one will be meal timing and meal frequency. So how many meals are you having throughout the day? Are you intermittent fasting? Are you just having one or two meals a day? Or are you spacing out your meals evenly? five to six times throughout the day. And then lastly, at the very top, I know it's hard to tell, but that is supplements. And this may be kind of contradictory to what you may see online on social media, where a lot of people showcase or market their secret supplements. Like, oh, you have to take the supplement. It doesn't matter what calories you eat. All depends on like if you're taking the supplement or not. And that could not be further from the truth. And so in today's presentation, I want to talk about the importance of calories and also how you can figure out your own calories based on your goals. And the reason why I'm making this presentation, you guys are probably wondering, well, aren't you as my coach taking care of my caloric intake? Yes, I absolutely am. I'm taking care of all of this for you guys. However, in this program, once you guys do graduate, I do want you guys to have the tools and the knowledge necessary to do this on your own, right? Because there's no point in being fit. And then as soon as you graduate the program, going back to square one again. The entire point of fitness, and I say this all the time, but I just want to make sure that this gets ingrained in your brain. The entire point of fitness is not just to get fit, get from point A to point B, and then just follow up track again, just like check it off. It's like, okay, boom, I've crossed it off the list. I've done being healthy, back to my regular habits. Like, no, because unfortunately, especially when it comes to your health, that can very easily be lost. And so the entire point of fitness is to stay fit, not just to get fit, but to stay fit for the rest of your life. And you do this with the knowledge necessary to sustain the results that you want. And also by implementing or keeping the habits necessary to also sustain the results that you want, right? And so by you watching this presentation, by you guys taking notes and taking some value out of this and start implementing this right away, you will gain the knowledge necessary to figure out your own calories. And so let's say once you graduate the program and you want to maybe do a, like a fat loss phase or a muscle building phase, or you simply just want to maintain your weight now, now you have the tools necessary to do so. So this will be module one or guide one of numerous guides in this private Facebook community. So as the pyramid implies, the second one will be about macronutrients, how to figure out your own macronutrients. Third one, micronutrients, meal frequency, and then supplements. But it's really important to start off with the most important part, the meat and potato part of what's going to determine the biggest amount of results or the most amount of results that you'll see in your body, which is calories. And now before we do begin, guys, the amount of calories that you need specifically does differ from person to person. So what may work for one of your friends or what may work for one of the people you see at the gym may not necessarily work for you, right? So it's really important not to just aimlessly go on YouTube, search up C-Bums or Ronnie Coleman's diet, what they're eating, and then try to emulate that in hopes of trying to attract or achieve their physique because that is not the case. A lot of factors do come into play, which includes your height, like how tall are you, your weight, how heavy are you, your activity level, like are you super sedentary throughout the day or are you like super active working like a construction job? 
or are you like something in between? Also, ultimately, like your fitness goal. Do you want to gain weight? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to maintain your weight, right? So those are a number of factors that kind of come into play on how many calories you need. And now I want you guys to start here. Now, if you guys go online on Google and search up how many calories do I need or online calorie calculator, I guarantee you you're going to see a list of 10 to 20 online calorie calculators out there. And even if you go on YouTube and you search it up, you're going to see a lot of people with a lot of different methods or a lot of different calculations on how to determine your own calorie caloric needs. However, at the end of the day, and this is my specific methods, but I just want you guys to be aware that no specific method is going to be 100% accurate. I want you guys to just be fully aware of that. No one knows your body better than you do. And some random calculator, some random thing you may see online is not going to be the end all be all of, okay, this is the amount of calories that it puts out. This is exactly what I have to eat. This is something that does take a bit of trial and error. However, the method that I've used personally with everyone in this program, with myself as well, and that I found the most success with is as follows. And so as we kind of go about this, we're using a 200 pound mill as an example throughout this entire presentation. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your current body weight in pounds, not in kilograms, but in pounds, and you're gonna multiply it by 15. And so using our example, the 200 pound mill, all we're gonna do is take 200 pounds multiplied by 15, which will equal out to 3000 calories. And so roughly, not exactly, not precisely, but roughly this person needs about 3000 calories to maintain its weight. And now once you've done this super simple calculation, and again, you can do this based on how much you weigh, let's say you're 150 pounds, all you have to do is take 150 multiplied by 15. Now that's the easy part. Anyone can do math, just pull out your calculator. Now from here, this does require a bit of experimentation and a bit of trial and error. So for the next two weeks, not just for a couple of days, not just for one week, but for two weeks minimum, I want you guys to eat this amount of calories. So again, using our example, 200 pound mil needs about 300 calories or sorry, 3000 calories. And you're going to eat this amount of calories for the next two weeks and see how your weight fluctuates. And now it's really important guys throughout this entire experiment to keep as many variables as constant and as consistent as possible. So look at your day-to-day -day lifestyle right now and try to keep that as consistent as it can. So if you're on average getting 8,000 steps in every single day on a typical day, don't drastically reduce it down to 2000 steps a day while you do this experimentation or don't drastically increase it to like 20,000 steps because that's obviously going to like um, skew the results. Same thing with maybe like your workout, your exercise routine, keep that the same. Don't do anything drastic. Don't do like uh, don't start practicing for a marathon. Don't start doing crazy bodybuilding workouts. Keep that the same. Keep your sleep and stress the same as well. So if you on average get around seven hours of high quality sleep in each night, try not to pull all nighters during this time try not to do anything weird or drastic to your sleeping routine. And um, also most most importantly, try to keep your stress levels the same. This is often really overlooked just in general when it comes to optimizing your lifestyle and optimizing your health, but try not to just aimlessly, pointlessly get more stress than you usually would. If right now you're going through a stressful time, maybe with like your relationship or maybe at work, you have this project that is due and there's this big deadline, or maybe you're going through like final season at school, don't do this experiment right now because on average, you will be more stressed, right? And so don't do it right now. Do it when you're in more of a predictable phase in your life. And so one of three things will happen as soon as you're done with this experiment. So the first thing that could happen is your weight goes up. So let's say your weight goes up. That means that you have found your calorie surplus, which means that you're in a calorie surplus. If your weight goes down, however, it means that you're in a calorie deficit, which means you're eating less calories than you burn on a day-to-day -day basis. And now let's say you maintain your weight 
congratulations, you have found your maintenance calories. And so those are one of three things that could happen. But in an ideal situation, and most often, it'll most likely even out to your maintenance calories. So next up, now that you've done your two week experiment of eating those X amount of calories, and you have found your maintenance calories now, this is the bread and butter because it's really difficult to either gain weight or lose weight if you don't even know what your maintenance calories is. So now that you have found your maintenance calories, you have done most of the hard work because now all you have to do is some simple math and you can either add or subtract calories based on your goals. So let's say for this example, you want to lose weight. Let's say you want to go on a fat loss phase. Well, all you have to do with your maintenance calories. So let's say again, using our example, 200 pound meal needs around 3000 calories to maintain its weight. All this person is going to do is subtract 250 to 500 calories from his maintenance calories from his diet. So a 250 calorie deficit will result to about half of a pound lost a week, whereas a 500 calorie deficit will result to around a pound lost per week. And really quickly, guys, just for reference, one pound of fat has 3,500 calories. And so simply put, a 500 calorie deficit throughout the entire week will be a 3,500 calorie deficit, which will result in on average one pound loss, right? Whereas a 250 calorie deficit will be around seven or 1,750 calorie deficits, which will result to around half a pound loss. So that'll be that for fat loss. But now let's flip the switch. Let's say you want to gain muscle. Let's say you want to like do a lean bulk, bulk up and gain a bit more muscle. All you have to do is just do the reverse. Add 250 to 500 calories on top of your maintenance calories. So either go from 3,000 to 3,250 calories, which will result in half a pound gained on average a week, or go up to a 500 calorie surplus, which will result in one pound gained. So it's as simple as that. And now you guys may notice, or you may ask yourself, well, Conan, like, why are these deficits or surpluses so little? Like, why is it only a 250 calorie surplus or a 500 calorie surplus? Why can't it be like a thousand calorie surplus? Well, I'll tell you exactly why that is not a good idea. So I'm going to use both examples again. So let's say for, let's start with muscle building. Let's say you want to speed up the muscle building process, right? And um, really quickly, let me just bust that myth that you cannot speed up the muscle building process. Your body can only build muscle so fast. And so by you simply increasing your calorie intake drastically by a lot, let's say like a thousand calorie surplus, you're not just magically going to gain lots more muscle, right? And again, this does depend on like your experience level. Like if you're brand new beginner lifter, your rate of progress will be a lot faster simply because your body is so new to it. Like you're providing your body with like a novel stimulus and it's just so not used to that. So the rate of progress will be a lot faster. Whereas if you've been more experienced, like you're more of an intermediate to advanced lifter, then the rate of progress will be somewhat slower. But on average, the reason why we want to keep this surplus to a minimum is because let's say we have you in a thousand calorie surplus. Like I mentioned, because you can only gain muscle so fast, the added excess calories will simply just turn into fat. Like I said, you cannot just magically just eat the 2000 calorie surplus and all of those extra calories turn into muscle. I wish that was the case but unfortunately again you can only build muscle so fast and so on average half a pound to a pound gains per week is a good sweet spot for most people and let's use the same example for your fat loss phase let's say you want to really get in shape for the summer you're two weeks away you want to go to this trip to hawaii with like all a bunch of people we're going to go out partying and you have a lot of just like weight to lose and let's say you think it's a good idea to go on like a thousand calorie deficit well Here's why that's not a good idea. The entire point of a fat loss phase is to lose fat, right? We do not, and I repeat, we do not want to be losing muscle during this process. I mean, yes, you will 
lose a bit of muscle if you do it for an extended period of time. And the same thing goes with like bulking. Like if you do go on a lean bulk, you will gain a bit of added fat. It's just part of the process. However, on a bulk, you do want to like minimize the fat gains while maximizing the muscle growth. So with a fat loss phase, the reason why you don't want to do things too drastically is because you don't just want to lose weight, you want to lose body fat. And so if you drastically reduce your calories, you're at huge risk of not just losing the fat, which is what you want, but you're also at a huge risk of losing muscle. And I don't know about you, but I assume you do not want to turn into a frail, skinny person with no muscle that has a six pack. Like you don't want to turn into that person. Like you still want to like look aesthetic, look nice and lean on the beach for the summer, right? And you don't want to be like a super like skeleton looking skinny fat person. You still want to make sure that you hold on to the hard earned muscle mass that you have worked for and so by putting you in a slight calorie deficit yes it'll take a bit longer but you'll get to preserve all if not build a bit more muscle mass along the way so slow and steady always wins the race it's a marathon not a sprint anything worth having in life whether it's to gain more muscle or get a six pack will take time so don't think you can, you can just like rush through the process by slashing your calories in half or doubling the amount of calories you need to gain muscle lose weight you simply cannot speed up the process so it takes time go for gradual progress and what's so cool about this is that once you do it gradually not only do you get to keep the results but because you've almost like build up the habits necessary to kind of go along this journey you get to keep the results as well so that is why there's so many benefits to just doing it slow and steady and to not rush the process now to conclude all of this together guys calories are indeed king whether you want to gain more muscle mass lose body fat or simply maintain a healthy body weight to live a longer healthier lifestyle it all comes down to your caloric intake which is why it's super important to number one find your maintenance calories and then from there you can play around so let's say you want to go on a 12-week fat loss phase boom 250 to 500 calorie deficit amazing and now let's say you want to after that go on maybe a maintenance phase to get rid of all the dieting fatigue amazing for maybe four to six weeks and then after that maybe you want to start doing like a massing phase like a muscle building phase just subtract or just add 250 to 500 calories on top of that once you know your caloric intake or once you at least know your maintenance calories you are in full control of the results that you want right because once you know this one magic number which again will be different for every single person but once you find this number your destiny is in your own hands if you want to get freaking jacked you know exactly what you have to do if you want to get freaking shredded you know exactly what you have to do and so calories in versus calories out if you eat more calories than you burn on a day-to-day -day basis you will gain weight if you eat less calories than you burn on a day-to-day -day basis you will lose weight don't fall for all the gimmicks of like, oh, take this supplement or oh, take this secret pill, take this drink, whatever people may tell you on social media and online and whatever they may want to sell you. It is not the truth. It all comes down to calories, calories, calories. So hopefully you guys took some nuggets out of today's presentation. If you guys do have any questions for me, please let me know. Your homework is to do this on your own. So literally take your body weight in pounds, multiply it by 15 and drop it in the comments down below. So with that out of the way, I'm gonna let you go. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see y'all soon. Peace.